Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. It's that little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide, and you already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at Negative to Positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken, and you know, that's fire. Now, Babo, you know that you can get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on negative to positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. Start, talk about that. Should we start for actuals this time? Yeah, let's do that. Start for actuals. Perfect. For actuals. Episode 18. Hello. As Dylan has named it, the barely legal episode. Are we going to have some very questionable content on the show? I, or is it strictly because of the number 18? Question number one looks like it might be questionable. We'll see. I, I mean, I don't think we're going to get too oh. into it. Get, I think we could get real into this, but um, I think we can just... We'll have a little bit of fun with it. And, it's episode and 18. It's very it. exciting. Right? This, this Push the envelope. Episode, We've turned into an adult. So we are now an adult podcast. This episode can't drink, but it can vote? It can vote. You can... That never made sense to right. me. It's like, if you can pick the leader of the free world, you can pick to kick back a Bud you can, Light. You could also... Ugh. I mean, uh, that would be a poor choice. Much real bad like, choice. But you, again, you're only maybe, maybe that's Maybe that's why you need to be 21 before you can right? drink, so you make better beer choices. Mm. <laughs> I mean, in Canada, you can do everything at 19. Yeah. yeah. Everything. Uh, 18, I guess, we could also go to war. Yeah. Yeah. That would, that's still ridiculous. Not a good choice. You can die for our country, but... I don't know about Washington. Can we smoke it. here yet? Can you smoke? Yeah. I, th- yes. I thought they were trying to change that. Because I know when I, I lived in Utah, you had to be 19. Or so I don't know really? about here. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm not. I mean, there's all sure. kinds of things in Washington you can smoke legally. Yeah, so, I also mean, true. it just depends on what, <laughs> what right. the context is. What you're doing. Yeah. Uh, anyway, welcome. specifically. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Welcome to our podcast. Welcome to the Bite Me podcast, uh, episode 18. As uh, we've already said, yes. the barely legal episode. We are all. Way past being barely legal. Yes. I'm not that far that, past. It's actually yeah, not that far you past. You are. You are. Can you actually Yarr. rent a car without paying a premium yet? I can now. That's very exciting. <laughs> there you go. As of like two months ago. Ah, that's well, always fun. Yeah. As your actual ins- car insurance Your insurance went down. down. I don't think so. It should have. And see, well, that's weird. Well, it might have, but what? then it's already been kind of low. Oh. I had like the good student discount. <laughs> oh, and I, well, and then, like, I tricked him into th- they thought I lived in Ellensburg still recently. And they're like, eh, don't worry about 
about it. Yeah. We'll just leave, give you the low rate for not living in Seattle. And oh, that's then nice. eventually Imagine. we'll change it when you get your discount for being old enough. And then we'll just pretend like it never happened. And so I'm never really going to I never got a discount, less. I don't think, for being old enough. Like when I hit 25, because like my insurance, I still feel is kind of expensive. Insurance is just kind of expensive. But it's like I know people who've got the same type of coverage on nicer cars than I do, and they're paying half of what I maybe, pay. Maybe you need to find a new insurance. No, I like I no. like my insurance. I, uh, I like it. When I turned 25, I at almost the exact same time I moved from Michigan, where I was living, back to Utah. And uh, Michigan insurance is outlandishly expensive because they have a, strangely enough, a real problem with like car theft and cars getting <laughs> lit on fire and stuff in Michigan. Weird. <laughs> and it's it's either a no-fault state or not a no-fault state. I can remember which one of those makes it expensive. But yeah, my insurance dropped like $150. So nice. it was great. <laughs> nice. Uh, I'm Adam, by the way, in I, case you're wondering. I'm Cliff. I'm Dylan. Good job, Dylan. We mainly do this just so that when we really get into our discussions, if you're like, which one is talking, you kind of recognize the voice and can put a name with it. Yeah, yeah, that's us. I guess. I'm going to start speaking in all different voices. (laughs) (laughs) Just do the entire thing in characters. Sweet. Should we talk about what we're playing? Yeah, let's do it. You go. Excellent. Because you've got a lot, as usual. I don't have a ton of this. I actually did not really... I, I feel like I did not play a lot of games this You've week. You've got one or two less than you typically Normally do. do. And that's just because I'm not going to talk about Zelda or uh, Horizons. Um, but I, oddly enough, I'm actually going to talk about Rocket League. Um, I, I actually play Rocket League every week for hours and hours and hours and hours. But I usually don't mention it because I play it every week. It's just a given. Um, but I started doing two things in Rocket League that I'd never done before, um, which really changed the game for me. Scoring. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm kidding. Right. Um, I started playing. Normally, when I play by myself, I just play three on three, and I'm the you know one of one or two kind of randoms in that game. Um, and I started playing one v one, which is something I'd always like really stayed away from because not because I'm so good, but because I'm such a high level that I figured if I just went into random games, I'd just get slaughtered um, because I'd be playing against people that were my same level, but that had probably been playing one v one before. Uh-huh. And so. Um, but then I figured if I started playing competitive 1v1, it actually ranks you with people. We can get this closer. Um, we, I could play with people that were my same theoretical rank. And mm-hmm. it's been really fun. It's so different um, to the point of where, like, you can't screw up. If you screw up, you get scored on. And so it's it's kind of stressful, but I think it ultimately will make me a significantly better player mm-hmm. um, because you have to learn – like in 3v3, you can miss a ball and, eh, you know, it happens. But right. in 1v1, you miss a ball and you lose. Right. So, But if in 1v1 you miss a ball, you don't have somebody yelling at you for screwing also up. Also true. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is It is really a, a kind of a more like personal responsibility kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting. Um, but I've also started playing 2v2 with my brother, which is interesting. We normally, again, play 3v3 and have one random guy and, and we... I don't know why it took us years to realize that, you know, if, you, or if you're if you sick of playing with one random guy, you could just play 2v2 and everything would be okay. So oh, nice. same thing, though, like where you have a whole other person less to kind of, you know, help you with your mistakes and where you're used to having a third person kind of either behind you or waiting to center. Like it, it's an entirely different game. So if you're playing Rocket League and are kind of sick of, you know, 3v3 or want to really improve your game, try a, try a 1v1 or a 2v2. It's it's interesting. So fun. Got that. Um, I played uh, Firewatch, which was, I put it on my, a couple episodes ago, and by a couple I mean, I don't know, like 12, um, we said what was one of your games you missed in 2016 that you wanted to play in 2017, and Firewatch was real high at the top of my list, and my God, it's good. It's absolutely stunningly beautiful um it's set in 
kind of the Wyoming wilderness. Yeah, I was going to say Wyoming, right? Yeah. Um, what would probably be what's what park is that? Um, I don't think a real one. I mean, I'm sure they have national parks. I don't have right. an idea. What is, wait, what is um, the big park in Yellowstone? But it's not you. in Wyoming. I, I don't think. think. I seriously was saying Jellystone in my head. <laughs> <laughs> totally different park. Hey there, boo boo. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, it's not a bad yogi, right? <laughs> um, it's it's cool because the outdoors of Wyoming look very much like the mountains of Utah, which I'm very mm. familiar with. Um, so I can look at that and go like, my God, this looks just like a kind of cartoony version of what these mountains probably look well, like. Well, I lived in Wyoming. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot I about that. Wyoming, yeah. So I don't know why I haven't played this yet. It's so pretty. And it's got a really interesting setup. Like you start the game and it asks you a bunch of kind oh, of, yeah. yeah, choose your own adventure questions about you and this girl you have a relationship with. And you kind of decide how things are going to play out in the first, I don't know, maybe 10 minutes. It asks you these questions. There's no really no graphics almost um, except this kind of occasional little breakaways for you getting in a truck or you walking through some wilderness. And then you get to your your kind of fire post, and that's when the story starts. Gotcha. Um, but it's interesting because the entire thing is the only character in it is really you. Um, the only person you ever see almost is you. Um, from a first person view and then this other fire ranger named Delilah who you only ever talk to on a walkie talkie and so the entire narrative is you walking through the wilderness doing different things and talking to Delilah on your on your walkie talkie as they kind of create this story around it it's cool it's really cool I'm I'm only maybe I'm gonna say an hour and 15 minutes into it which is probably about a quarter of the way okay um super fun it definitely is a game I will finish it's great um it's on sale right now too. Did you get it? On, you got it on oh, sale, yeah, right? Oh yeah, yeah. It's on the because the, the PlayStation Store is doing their indie sale thing where it's like buy one get one free. Free, yeah. So, so you yeah, can get, I got that one. You get that and Oxen Free. You can get that and Banner I got a Saga. Gone, gone that home. and Gone Home. Yeah, that's yep. what I, I got. Firewatch and Gone Home. Yeah, and there's I don't know thirty games on sale. So roughly, yeah, good good deal. Um, so I, if you don't own that, pick it up. It's great. Um, I also played Mass Effect Andromeda, but I think we're going to talk about that later. So we'll we'll push oh, that yeah, forward. Play, okay. Um, and then I played Lawbreakers, which is um, super if, jelly right now <laughs> because of Lawbreakers. Yeah, <laughs> it's real it. cool. Um, so if you're familiar with Cliff Blazinski, Cliffy B, um, <laughs> Adams, just like he's like, <laughs> no what, what's idea. that? I'm not familiar, but I want to be. Yeah, he um, uh, did Gears of War. Yeah, he's that the was, oh. that was his big. He's worked at Epi- Epic Games for. I don't know, ten or fifteen years probably, yeah. but and then okay. did a lot of stuff besides Gears too. Yeah. Did I mean? But he the, kind of became, I feel like, a celebrity after Gears, Gears of War, War came out. Yep. He became a face. And, and what was um, the other one he made? Um, the oh, that kind of real like in your face shooter, Bulletstorm. Bulletstorm. Yeah. yeah. Which I loved that game. It, that it's game getting really re-released cool. in yeah. a couple I'm months. I'm excited. I definitely would love to play that again. Yeah, I, and I've never played it. I've always wanted to. So. Um, but so Cliffy B like retired from games and then came back with, with lawbreakers and it's, it's a first, a really, really, really fast paced first person shooter. Um, it's team based. It actually took me quite a while of playing to realize that there was the law and then the bad guys. So it's like the lawbreakers or the the law is the good guys and the breakers are the bad guys. Um, it's five V five and And it's all team based. Yeah. But not like, not really like overwatch, like. You kind of have those same roles, um, 
but man, it's just fast. But there's this really cool gravity mechanic where parts of the map like have almost no gravity, so you can like kind of jump and fly around and do really cool moves. I am absolutely terrible at it. I mean, like really, 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 really <laughs> terrible at it. Um, but I recorded a video and put it on YouTube if you want to check it out. Um, it plays to me like, and this is kind of an old school reference, but if you played a lot of Quake Three, like Quake Three was just a really solid, fast paced shooter that kind of took itself kind of seriously, which would be kind of the overwatch of nowadays you know like it's Mm -hmm. super everything you know like really polished and well thought out and then the unreal tournament games were kind of like quake three's wacky older brother who (laughs) you know like they had a gun that was like a giant nuclear blast that you shot across the screen and the levels were these weird things full of like strange verticality and and they you know it was really good and really polished too but that's kind of how lawbreakers felt to me in context of overwatch like it was a little bit faster and there was this weird gravity thing and the characters were kind of strange and it's real fun um it's I played the open beta. Um, it was it was a good time. So now, first impression is this a game that could be on that level? Do you think it's that polished? That yeah, I think so. But I mean, at the same time, it's ne- it's never going to be bigger than Overwatch. Right. Um, like I think it can hope to carve off some Overwatch people. But I mean, Overwatch has got an inst- like a what a player base of twenty five million people or something obscene. So, and I mean, frankly, his new studio just doesn't have the the reach and the whatever that that a Blizzard is going to have. So, I-, I think it can be big. It can probably be as big or bigger than some of the other kind of overwatchy clones are out right now. Like, um, I don't know. There's those games that I can't remember the names of, but I know there's a couple of them. Um, Epic actually just put one out too. Um, Paragon and Mm -hmm. there's one other one, you know, so I think it can be competitive in that marketplace, but it's not going to be as big. Um, but it was fun. Definitely, definitely look for it a couple months. I think it's out this year. So Adam, what'd you do? What did I do? Well, I played video games. Excellent. We have a podcast about that. Yeah. Um, Well, I played Zelda, obviously, and it's funny that – not that I played it because that's just obvious. It's such a huge game. Um, But so I put it in the show notes that I was playing Zelda, and I got tired of L-O-T, B-O-T-W, all the letters and stuff, and getting made fun of for that. So I typed in (laughs) Zelda, Z-E-L-D-U-H, like, duh, playing Zelda. And then Cliff came in this morning, saw it in the show notes, and was all, what is this Zelda game? I've – Never heard of this game. I literally, I literally Googled it because I'm like, he's playing some game. I've, I've, I've never. I'm like, I feel like I'm pretty, <laughs> pretty tuned in to video games. Did and you play so, like twenty like, a week. The Z game. I've never heard of the <laughs> Z game. <laughs> literally Google searched it and was on the verge of sending him a Slack message saying like, "What is Zelda? I've never played." It. And then I was like, "Oh, oh Zelda." Yeah. <laughs> in close defense. It's been a it's been a struggle today. I feel like so. I'm having deja vu. Right, I'm so tired. It's uh, I was telling Dylan earlier that uh, I think every like single plant in all of Seattle just went like poof and pollened everywhere, and it's all inside my head right now. Mm-hmm. It's not good. One, one nice day, yeah, what? one one sunny day. Yeah, one sunny day. World. Allergies, tank tops, and shorts. It, it's gross. It's Looks everywhere. like Cliff's head sucked it all up. Yeah. so <laughs> I am doing okay. <laughs> I don't have allergies. Yeah. Ugh, I mine are ever worse here than they were anywhere else i've ever lived well i'm sorry lots of plants here though i have them and they're really inconsistent Mm. thankfully you uh, can't suffer from allergies in zelda like you can everything else (laughs) so that's a good thing but um i've just mainly been (laughs) focusing on um opening up the maps and unlocking the towers so i can kind of see everything and that's taking forever yeah it's Um, huge it's such a big game and i thought about going after one of the first my first divine beast 
Um, <laughs> Is that really what they're called? That they're called divine beasts. Yeah, I thought about going after my first one, but I've only I'm only up to like seven heart containers, seven sure. or eight, and I kind of want to go for more before yeah. I do that. So that's you know, that's think, what I'm doing. There. I think the nice thing that I've heard about Zelda is that you can literally play it any way you want. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so open ended, and I mean, like you were saying, did you say it last week where you can you can yeah, go after well, Ganon immediately? Yeah, once like, you, as soon as you get out once of the you finish towers. the Great Plateau, that that training those three yeah. shrines and grab your your runes, you can go right from there to the end. It's crazy. I, I think it's it's really cool. Um, I will really difficult to do that. Yeah, it is. It's uh, I had an experience with the switch the other day, which was exactly the reason I think I wanted to buy one where my wife was busy and she was working on some stuff at the kitchen table. And I'm like, I don't I don't have anything to do. And I went and got my switch and like put it out on its kickstand and disconnected the controllers and played Zelda just sitting at my kitchen table for like a half hour. And it was so cool. Like I could have played it, you know, like as a little handheldy thing, but it at the table, it seemed kind of weird and unwieldy. Mm -hmm. And it was so cool just to be able to like throw it out and play. It's Mm -hmm. it's great. I actually just bought a treadmill. Um, I'm kind of excited about the idea of playing it on a treadmill because I think it would work. (laughs) I mean, I th- in theory, it would That's work. Next level. Right? Yeah, it is next level. Now, if you can manage to not knock it over, not let it drop, or sweat all over. Well, and it. see, but that's the thing is, I'm gonna I'm gonna put the the switch on the like little treadmilly console thing, and then play it with the Joy-Con separated. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'm not gonna get it gross. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah, I'm. I'm be good. Maybe I don't know. I'm gonna see if I have the hand eye coordination to. <laughs> oh my god! Can you please give us some gameplay videos? Uh, no. <laughs> Most definitely no. <laughs> I would watch that. I, I'm I'm walking and I'm out of breath. I'm like, okay. Uh-huh. So this <laughs> it's not a good thing. Yeah. No one needs to see that. Um so another huge massive game is No Man's Sky. Did have either of you did you play I that? own a copy, but I've not played it. Okay. Um, I really, really, really want to. I don't know why I haven't. Yeah, it's um it's different. <laughs> it's different. Have you ever played it, Dylan? No, I'm kinda waiting for it to be good. Okay, I think it's, well, on, I think I it know might it's be on there. its way. Yeah. Well, now here's the thing. After the last update, which I believe they're referring to as the Pathfinder update, mm-hmm. um, like last week, a while, maybe last week, or maybe just like the other day. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Recently, they had the, what, the yeah. Foundations update, it was and foundation. then they have, now they have this one. Well, there was Foundation, then there was another one in between that was pretty substantial, but not as big sure. as this one. So I'm pretty sure. I want to say it's three massive updates in the last six months. I roughly. thought there was only two, but sure. Maybe it's maybe whatever. It's two. I could it doesn't be matter. Um, Big updates go them, and I kind of wanted to get back into it and see what it was all about. If if they'd fix some, if of the these game's weird good things. now, and it's honestly, it's a lot of the same, which is a lot of walking, a lot of scouting things out, and mining and making stuff, and it's all it, it's still the same at its core. Sure, um, but there is a lot more to do. Like you can build, you can colonize, you can build your own little like home bases, and now in the Pathfinder update, you can also get a car, a vehicle. Oh, very cool. That you can scout all over these planets so you don't have to walk everywhere. That's way cool. Which is really good. And you also don't have to fly and hope you're going to make it there in the time that it's... uh, it's, I've heard they've opened up inventory and, like, you've got those drop ships now. And I think if you have it on the PC, too, like, so the, the, like, world-building part of it, Mm -hmm. um, if you build a structure, I think it's got Steam Workshop support now, so you can upload those structures to the Steam Workshop and things that are up there will actually randomly show up in other people's games. Oh, really? Yeah. And I don't don't know if that'll work to the PS4 because their support for that's kind of wanky. Wonky? Wonky, wonky. 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 Yeah, that's not right. <laughs> Tired, remember? Mr. Wanky. Um, oh, but, no. uh, but it's also got the, because I've got it on the PS4, 
Um, they've got now PS4 Pro and HDR support. Oh, very cool. So, yeah. it's pr- I mean, that game's never hurt for being pretty. Yeah, no, it was it was good a good looking game to begin with, if if a little repetitive. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's um, procedural. Right, but they've they've gone in and they've cleaned up how things are generated or or to what frequency they're generated. So each planet this time this time around looked distinctly different. See, that's great. So yeah, I think you have to. And the animals, not that not that the animals to begin with were anything believable because it was like, oh, here's the head of a lizard on the body of a cow with the feet of a duck. I mean, just these. I, I can 100 percent get behind that. Yeah, I was I was okay with it, but they were quite unbelievable. Sure. So at least now the parts of the animal that come together to create themselves look a bit more believable. I think you've got to give these guys some credit for, I mean, it would yeah. it would have been so easy for them to just say like, well, this doesn't work. Everyone in the world hates us. Let's pull out and yeah. you'll never hear from we us again. We made our money. We're out. Yeah. But, uh, you know, and I think that that's, I think games are going to be really hard to judge from like now going forward because there's been so many games that have come out like that mm-hmm. um where they've come out kind of and have really worked hard to to better themselves no man's sky and i've heard the same thing about rainbow six siege um i've never played any of this. I, I haven't either um <clears throat> but it came out and was kind of bad and they've worked really hard through dlc and you know bug fixes to make it better um same with destiny uh or well, Destiny, no, sorry. Uh, yeah, Destiny. Yeah, Destiny because it, it came out and everybody was kind of like, meh, meh. it's okay. And then when they dropped the uh, Taken King, yeah, the, it's DLC. gotten ex- you know quite a bit better. But then it's like, so with Destiny, you had to pay for that DLC, like that was yeah. a, that that was an upgrade so that fixed the game. Yeah. So do you feel like if you bought that game to begin with, you should have just that should have yeah, been included? Probably or you should have paid yeah. for them to fix a game. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. But I mean, at the same time, like if you already enjoyed it and you know, were wanted just more. It's, uh, I mean, yes, you're probably right. Yes, they probably should have made that free. And I guess you have to, you know, say that's good about No Man's Sky, too, is these are free updates. Yeah. Um, At some point, they got to start charging, though, because I, f- I, f- I kind of feel like that No Man's Sky in particular, at least, has gotten... To the point where of the game that they promised to people, or yeah. at least really, really, really close. Yeah. Or just worth uh, the investment to purchase yeah. the game. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, when it came out, it was an indie game, but it was still... A $60 game. Yeah, I think the nice thing is is if it's a game you're interested in, um, or even where, like, I was interested in this in the past and I heard all the bad press about it, it is so cheap right now. I mean, I paid, I got it used, but I paid, like, 12 bucks for that game. I think it's um, pretty easily pickable. Yeah, for, for 15 20 bucks. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, New, it's, so. you know, is it going to be the best game you've ever played? No, probably New. not. But is it going to be a pleasant diversion that's full of pretty things yes. that you could just, like, hang out? And, you know, I've heard so many people say that, like, if I just want to chill... I put on some music and I sit down and play No Man's Sky for two hours. And they and got a really cool new photo mode in it that that throws up a bunch of Instagrammy type filters. So that's I actually really follow cool. a Twitter account and I don't know what it is offhand. I wonder if I can pull it up, but mm-hmm. that is literally just, uh, yeah, it's no, I can't find it. It's um, just like screen caps of No Man's is Sky. literally all it is is people submit No Man's Sky photos and it's gorgeous. It's like mm-hmm. looking at landscapes. Yeah, it's you beautiful. Know? So. So um, another beautiful game, lots of landscapes, I'm sure. I haven't gotten into it yet. It's Firewatch. Oh, um, do it. You're playing it. I bought it. I've got it downloaded. I'm ready to play it. Um, but I haven't touched it yet. Make it happen. I would like to make it happen. Yeah, I think you'll really enjoy it. I, we've played a lot of those kind of games 
you know, like well, I really Abzu enjoyed everybody's gone to the rapture. Everyone's gone to the rapture. Um, you'll, I think you'll really like Gone Home too. No Man's Sky, or I'm sorry, Gone Home and Firewatch both have that kind of. I mean, they're walking simulator games, but God, they're good. I, I just, I've, I've really started to enjoy those kind of narrative. You yeah. Know, I keep. I want to jump back into that genre just because the storytelling is so well. If it's done right, which yeah, yeah. sounds like it is, um, it's a really compelling thing to do, and it doesn't have the pressure of did I find all the this? Did I do all the that? Did I come in equipped with the proper gear? Blah blah blah. You don't have to think about it. You just kind of go, yeah, and enjoy it for what it is. Exactly. And they're so. bite sized. It's you know you can finish it on a rainy Sunday. Here at the Bite Me podcast, we like bite-sized things. There you go. Yes, we do. Uh, what have you been playing? Because there's playing nothing this. in the show notes. Yeah. He hasn't been playing anything. Well, they only give me a couple minutes, so I, I every podcast to talk. So I uh, <laughs> thought I would uh, I, I'd surprise him this week. Um, I've been playing this fun game called Try to Buy a Nintendo Switch. <laughs> um, Failed again today. <laughs> I had one in my cart today, and by the time you could check out, it was sold out again. And this brings up really? this question of why, if I put something in my cart, like, I want it to be, like, when you buy concert tickets, you get put in a queue. They res- you, you put something in your card, you have it for X minutes. Right. This doesn't really bother me that much. Usually things aren't coming in and out of stock this quickly within minutes that they are restocked online, right? However, you put in sensitive information when you buy something, so it makes you enter all your credit card information and everything, and then it tells you it's sold out, right? Right. I don't think you should have, you should not have to go through that that process if you're just going to be told it's sold out at the end of it it seems weird it's kind of ridiculous yeah yeah like, it's just like it's just like a concert ticket because when you when you when you select your tickets it's like okay you have 6.7 minutes to right. to complete this transaction otherwise the tickets are gone and again it wouldn't be a problem except i had to go through and enter all my credit card information and my personal information to purchase this thing where it's, were you trying to buy this best buy best buy and it this happened on Ugh. walmart best buy everywhere i've tried so far but, uh, and I would say that there's an even actually better solution than what concert people do because that is like kind of still a first come first serve. Um, when you buy PAX tickets, the way it works is they actually put you in a giant queue and then randomly pick people out of it. Right. Which means that it's it's not first come. It's it's which I mean kind of sucks. But when you know something's going to sell out that fast, like first come first serve is kind of cheesy almost yeah i've never been a fan of that either yeah but i mean it's it's awesome they put you in a queue and then they randomly pick people out to actually be able to check out so you hang out there for 10 minutes while it kind of figures out its right. stuff and then it it pushes you into this queue yeah or even adam when you went to best buy to buy your switch you got a ticket right yes i got a ticket which even guaranteed if, me to if get there one. was something like that too where yeah. it's like ahead of time you could sign up to say no you can totally do that gamestop um, is in no way screwing people by pre-selling a 600 dollar bundle of yeah. uh, switch stuff which is insane and makes them even worse than i normally think they are yeah but uh that's been a really fun game but i'm gonna get one this week <laughs> but you keep losing um achievement is not supposed unlocked. to be more on wednesday i think wednesday is the day it's I gonna happen wednesdays. for you but Hey, we've we've all seen this uh, this article floating around that says uh, the Nintendo Switch sales are down. Oh. <laughs> That's so ridiculous. I, I don't think That's they just understand not how retail how, works. I don't think they understand how. <laughs> yeah, that works. I, sales are down. Well, because they're sold the f out. <laughs> you can't you can't sell something that doesn't exist. Um. Anyway, um. I have been playing League of Legends some more. Nice. Um. I play with my buddies. Actually, like. Six of my buddies this weekend. That's cool. Are you legendary yet? No, I'm not. Um, <laughs> That's a I'm, thing. I'm still. I'm cool. still working through my. Uh, 
what are they called? Um, You're the only person that plays this game, so if you don't know, you're screwed. No placement matches. Oh, there you go. So you have to play 10 games, and then you get placed in your on your rank. Oh, really? Until then, I've just been playing like normal quick play kind of games to mm. to learn enough champions to play enough. <laughs> so if my champions get banned in competitive, I uh, can still play. Is um, League of Legends going to be like to you what um, Rocket League is to Cliff? Yeah. Okay. Let's check um, But I also want to take a moment and say I got this sweet new gaming headset. Oh. Uh, I want to share this because I was in, a, in, a, in an awkward situation where like I have all these game systems, right? And like I don't want to have like four headsets. Um, so I did some research and I got a headset that works on everything. Really? Um, and I'm, I'm, I feel like Another thing is I play League of Legends on a Mac, so I'm probably kind of an outlier when it comes to this. Most people play games on a PC. Um, I'm very happy that like Hearthstone and yep. um, League of Legends and a couple games are playable on Mac. Um, Blizzard usually puts their games on Mac other than Overwatch at this point. But So I have a Mac, I have an Xbox, I have a PS4, other game systems. But the HyperX Cloud 2 headset works on everything well now i need to super easy um works great on my mac um with us with the adapter the stereo headphone adapter for the xbox you can use the headset on on your xbox you can plug it straight in your ps4 controller play there use it on your pc use it on everything 100 bucks sounds great um mic quality is great my buddy said i was super clear i was able to hear everything um super clear it's crazy comfortable uh, too. super wow. comfortable oh when you put this thing on your head i had to bring it to into the office today to show cliff because we were talking about it and he's like oh i'd be interested in getting yeah. one of these and i was like oh i'm gonna go buy one <laughs> and i'll just i'll give you a quick <clears throat> review um and i totally recommend these if you're kind of in that kind of situation they're super comfortable totally blocks out all the other noise in the room too like they they feel like they stick on your ears real good yeah um the mic like detaches from the headset um so you can just wear them as headphones if you yeah. want yeah it's got a usb connector that connects into the three and a half millimeter connector so you get extra length if you're at your pc or the cord's not as long when you're just plugging into your controller and yeah. it sounds good it, it sounds, sounds great um 7.1 surround sound um on on your computer um Yep. I can't recommend these enough just from my first impression. So Probably the only real downside that I could even think of is if you want wireless headphones, these ones are not wireless. But yeah, besides right. that, yeah. I mean. But, I mean, the thing is when it comes to, like, at least the PS4 and the Xbox, you can plug that right into your hand, your, yeah. your controller. controller. They're effectively yeah. wireless. So it's basically wireless. This isn't wireless. usually going to be a problem, but some people do like wireless, yeah. and that's fine. Um, I like wired things most of the time, especially if I'm not wired to my console. Yeah. It doesn't right. really bother me. But. Interesting. Yeah, come with my seal of approval. I was. I had them on for. I mean, not very long. I was like, oh, these fit, yeah. and they. You can tell that they're going to be comfortable for mm-hmm. yeah. a long time. And the build quality the build is amazing. Quality they're like great. all metal. Yeah. Um, really impressive. Especially if I like. Hadn't just bought a headset. <laughs> well, I almost jumped on the the ones you have the PS4, which I love yeah. them. I love them. Yeah. Um, this is going to be a hard decision for me. Yeah. yeah. I but check them out. They're real good. Yeah. They've. They seem real durable. Yeah. And they'll do everything you want. Hmm. Very, very nice. I like Interesting. them. Nicely done. Cool. Um, news? Sweet. Yeah. We're uh, 18. We are. So <laughs> this we is. just turned 18. Yay, yeah. Go us. <laughs> I remember 18. It was a long time ago. I, long time ago. Adam doesn't even remember You know 18. what's crazy? When we were 18, we were still in high school. Yeah. 
I actually, my birthday's really yes. early in the year. All of us. Actually, Adam was not. Were you? you turned, no. Yeah, he would, it would have been I the graduated. summer after he graduated. I graduated when I was 17. Yeah. Yeah, and I turned special. 18 real what early happened? in the year, so. What happened? I you got were ahead the of the curve. Out of, I happened? got out of that town, and I did something. <laughs> That's what happened. Just going to throw I'm that out there. I stuck, on Salem R80. I, st- I stuck around that town for years and years and years. <laughs> it was dumb. I yeah. got out three years ago. Go me. <clears throat> um, so anyway, our, our question this, uh, that Dylan wanted to ask is, what is your favorite barely legal moment in video games? And I hope he has one ready because I don't have one yet. I have. I mean, I, I'll just spit out a couple of... of um, yeah, give idea, us a couple like, ideas yeah, of what so of what you mean by barely the legal. The endowment to you. slider in Conan, <laughs> um, the hot coffee mod in GTA, the game BMX Triple X, like rem- that game as a whole. Um, I remember when that was, came out. I- I'm going to ride bikes without a top on. Like, like <laughs> I'm going to be naked riding a bike. Like, I I, uh, I remember I worked retail when that game game came out, and uh, it was the most bizarre thing in the entire world. It. Like people would come in, and like I don't, th- I don't, I don't know if they sold a single copy of that game, but more people like picked that game up and giggled at it. BMX Triple X, yeah. yeah. And I for think for the it was, it was uh, PS2 PlayStation era, Two, so yeah. I think it was PS2 Xbox probably. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, I saw it on the shelf. I had no interest in playing it, but I definitely was one of the people that went <laughs> <laughs> picked it up and giggled at it. Um, <laughs> I about the same time I remember getting a demo, like a pre-release demo of uh, Dead or Alive. Same thing. Like oh, you man. boot it up. Well, I mean, the PS2 level graphics too. Because well, so. everybody plays that game for the volleyball. Yeah, for the volleyball. Well, this was actually well, this before was it was volleyball. Game. This was when it was a fighting game. Just the Dead or Alive, which I actually oh, really man. like that fighting game. I think the fighting, that was my favorite fighting system. It was the one that made the most sense to my head. Other fighting games might be too hard. I don't know. Um, so but Dead or Alive, <laughs> Dead or Alive was... and Injustice, those are the two fighting games I can actually yeah, play. It was, a, it was actually a fighting game before it was a yeah. volleyball physics simulator. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. Um, which actually, to that um, segs weighs perfectly into the game I was going to uh, talk about, which was Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball. <laughs> uh, this, this takes my trophy for the best barely legal moment in video games. M- mostly that game as a whole. Yeah. yeah. Um, but there's two things specifically. One, there was some crazy way to mod your Xbox to have topless volleyball oh God. players in that Mod game. your Xbox. <laughs> yeah, which I Cliff might know better than me, but this sounds hard. Um, I don't think it was... Original Xbox? Yeah, original, original Xbox. Xboxes were actually really easy to mod. Was it? Yeah. So, But people went through this process because they found... The graphics for an Xbox game at the time were... Like, the Dead or Alive games did have really good graphics at the time. Yeah, but for, yeah. anytime someone goes through the trouble <clears throat> to mod a game on your Xbox... I don't know how exactly how they did it, but so... Y- your volleyball players would be topless with their huge knockers. Um, <laughs> that's really funny to lonely. me. But uh, um, I think that probably happened in the fighting games yeah, as yeah. well. But there was always skimpy outfits and costumes for these games that were kind of absurd just for the game in general. But then people went through the trouble to do this, and I think that's hilarious. I, um, I, I would actually one-up that and say the nude patches for the original Tomb Raider were significantly worse, not because it was harder to do, but because the payoff was so dumb. I mean, like, <laughs> like the, the original Tomb Raider, like, Laura Croft was made up of, like, I don't know, seven and a half polygons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I guess that's kind of why this is funny, right? Uh-huh. It's the payoff. Like, the amount of work you're actually going through and what you're actually getting. To look at some shaded square like, things. Right. I think there's a lot easier ways to get that kind of uh, exactly. reward. Um, well, and, I mean, the reality is, is though, is 
the newest version of Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball, I don't know which one it is, um, that like just came out like two or three months ago. They found out that if you like were underwater and yeah. like you could look up and they and their their clothes wouldn't render. Of course, that doesn't mean that they're actually naked because they don't render like anything under the clothes. But people were real excited about the fact that you could like look up and see, I don't know, a mannequin. I'm like, we live in a world where in 25 seconds, I could find anything you want. I mean, rule 36. Did you right? say 25 seconds? Well, but I mean, if you want something real specific, you can Google um, real, real quick. Yeah. I'm I'm like, I'm wondering why that's taking It, it so only long. takes Adam two and a half. Um, yeah. Um, I, in 25 seconds, I'm saying I could find someone who looks exactly like that person in, you know, the volleyball game. You're like, look, this one's real. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm like absolutely baffled that that's still a thing. Yeah. But, I believe um, what Cliff's talking about exactly is in. It might be the second, first or second dead or alive. You watch volleyball, but you would go into these. There was parts of the game where you weren't playing volleyball, and it was kind of like lounging around the pool. But if you went and laid on this beach chair, like a pool chair, kind of like next to the pool, right? And you put a specific outfit on the character, which included a visor with a trans, like a you know a visor, not a hat, but it has right. a visor with a translucent top. And if you moved the camera angle to look through the visor. It would look through the visor and it would not render the bikini that yeah, they were wearing. It's it's very similar. It's actually the brand new one though. It came out like a month that, or two ago. And this one, if you're underwater and you look out of the water, it's just, okay. Yeah. I, I just who were these people that are sitting around trying to figure this out? It's don't but, ask me that question because right. I will say some nasty things. <laughs> but through multiple games, apparently yeah, yeah. people have figured out a way to look at their characters from certain angles. And somehow this, I don't, I don't even know. Wow. But right. my other... I mean, you can also go to the gas station and just pick up a magazine. <laughs> yeah. I've got two more things on this game. The other one is there's this myth Ooh, surrounding... Pervy, the... aren't you? No, I think it's hilarious. He did all... He researched. He's been oh, okay. hard at work okay. for a week yeah, and a half. Was, I had a friend suggest this for an episode idea, so I did he, my he part. He did his diligence. Um, there's this myth surrounding the Dead or Alive games. If you change the age, so when you go into your profile and you change the age... It changes, you? yes. Okay. So you can be one or 90. I Maybe you probably are 17 or 99 because yeah. you have to be at least 17 to play a mature rated video game up to 99 because apparently that's as high as the number goes. You <laughs> can't be any older. Um, but this changes the physics of the breasticles. Oh, my gosh. In the game. Now, I don't know if this is true or not. I like, can't imagine I think, that it is, but I love it. But I think there are people adamantly believe on both sides that, no, this is just a myth and, act, yes, it actually works. But <laughs> if you maxed out the age slider... It, it like- would make maximum jiggly, which is funny because I guess the older you are, the more you want to see that, I guess. Like That's- if you if you choose 99, is your character just basically <laughs> kicking around a grapefruit in a tube yeah, sock? Yeah, it's just oh, everywhere. That's amazing. Oh, but wow. Hilarious. I love, I absolutely adore video game rumors. Um, yeah. And you'd think that in the world of the internet, like those would get created and shot down so much faster than, I mean, when I was a kid, like the rumors of weird things you could do in Super Nintendo games, not necessarily like that, but just like, if you do this, weird things will happen in Mario. Um, <laughs> like back then they spread via word of, word of mouth. And so there was no way to like shut those down, but you'd think that that wouldn't even be a thing now, but it's, I love it that it is. Yeah. And my last thing to say about this game to finish up my segment on the barely legal episode of the By Me podcast is beneath the huge knockers and unrendered bikinis, this is actually a great volleyball game. <laughs> is it really? Yes. It is. I feel like this game simulates a game of volleyball in a way that is very enjoyable. It is a fun volleyball it's game. The best volleyball game? It's the best volleyball game hidden beneath all this other Since Top crazy Gun. stuff. But, yeah. you know, 
You can't say there are that many volleyball games. That is, there. I think it's actually the only one, to be it honest. It might be the only one, but it's good. <laughs> it's, I, it is a great two-on-two two beach volleyball game. That's real funny. Huh. Oh, my. I'll try it. I'll bring it in. We can play I wish, it. I, I wait, just, do you own a copy of this game? I probably game? own a copy. I don't know. Pro- probably, probably. Probably. Air quotes. Air quotes. Probably. <laughs> I would, I, I love that. Yeah. I love that. Do you have, do you have a, a barely legal moment? I mean, other than other than going from when it was just a Nintendo games and everything was cutesy and fun or yeah. whatever to when Mortal Kombat came out on the Super Nintendo and everybody lost their damn mind right. because of the violence and, oh, how terribly disgusting and on and on and on. I mean, I think just the uproar that people got thrown into over the fact that there was a bit of cartoon blood after your Rip some and it's so funny out. looking back at that now. Like I don't know if you've played Mortal Kombat two oh, recently. It's but not good. It's so bad. No. <laughs> Finish him, right? Yeah. So here's, here's oh, and then but but my my actual favorite barely legal thing is completely illegal. It's when you could, when I found out you could beat up hookers in Grand Theft Auto. Ah. That was just I had never experienced anything like that in a game. I don't think anybody had. No. But just the fact that I could hire this person's Services, for however long, and then um, once they left the vehicle, I okay. could then attack the living crap out of them and get Kill my them money. And take and the money back. You could also use a chainsaw. Yes. Was that in GTA Three? Mm, I don't know. Maybe. I played Vice City the most. That's oh, okay. Because GTA Three, that was the first one. That I, that's really the that only game really one pushed than, so many crazy yeah. boundaries. It's it's absolutely insane. But that was that I remember that just going <laughs> and the just, joy like, that you could. I'm like, I got my money back. Over. Yeah. It's good stuff. Um, Speaking of Super Nintendo, uh, wacky trivia, the first Super Nintendo game ever to use the word kill, because up until this point, it had always been defeat your enemies or vanquish your enemies or, you know, whatever. Send them away. Yeah, it was actually Killer Instinct. Really? Yeah. That game was another fun. fighting game. Oh, great game. That I like that game. Yeah, yeah, me that too. I'm like terrible at it, but have you played the new one? Mm-mm. Yeah, I know has S- no has Xbox. Oh right, yeah. yeah. It's real cool. I own it and have never even played it. Are up. Hard. I'm mm-hmm. awful at him. Absolutely awful at him. Um, Any barely legal moment for you that you can think of? I'm going to go with uh, the Leisure Suit Larry games because those were just so fun, you know. Um, I've never played one. I've only played a little bit of a couple of them. They actually had a Kickstarter and brought out a new one recently-ish. Um, that'd be a fun stream because those games are just so dumb. Like, and as as an adult as they try and be, they're not really very adult at all. Um, because they were all like in the late '80s, early '90s, and you just couldn't really push. You just couldn't push that far, so it's all innuendo mm. and you know double entendre and I in your endo. Yeah, yeah. I I really exactly though. I mean, really, literally. Um, and I just I enjoy that kind of you know oh, it's super bad funny. humor. So yeah, definitely those games. And I remember the same thing. I worked retail when when those were big, and like when they released the Leisure Suit Larry collection and Leisure Suit Larry Seven, and it was it was always I was like. People would come up to buy them and be super embarrassed. I'm like, dude, it's a video game that probably doesn't even actually have nudity in it. Like, right. <laughs> this is just funny. This is a fun and silly adventure game. Like, don't be dumb. It's like the naked gun of video games. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so is that is that a dub, is that like a uh, a double entendre? Oh yeah. How Maybe. about that? Hey hey. <laughs> anyway, it uh, those were those were fun. But that's that's a fun segment. I like that. Your yeah. friend is smart. Who yeah. is your friend? Mark. Mark. Good good, good job, Mark. Good job, Mark. We've like been it. hanging out since we were four years old. Really? Yeah. Since before you were legal. Yeah. <laughs> I don't Hi-o. know. I don't think I've known anyone since I was four. Yeah, we went to kindergarten together. We lived right down the street in a couple houses, four about four houses down. So. I've known my brother since I was four. That's about <laughs> it. I've known my parents since I was born. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so. 
uh, Nintendo Switch, when you get your Nintendo Switch, if you get your Nintendo <laughs> Switch, um, you may run into a problem when you dock it. If you dock and then undock and dock and then undock it yep. multiple repeatedly time, repeated whatever, a lot, um, you could scratch the screen. Yeah. I don't believe this. I think this is all completely user error, but go on. Um, okay, maybe, and <laughs> I'll explain to you why I disagree with you, but if you, um, have a Nintendo Switch and you're worried about getting your, you're worried about scratching your screen, you don't want to put a screen protector on it, a lot of people don't like screen protectors, um, especially with, you know, Gorilla Glass now, it's a thing, you don't, Yeah. I've not had a screen protector on my phone at least for probably three, four years, at least. Anyway, Switch screens obviously may or may not be as durable as your phone. Yeah, they're very plasticky. Yeah, you can, on Etsy, there's an Etsy shop up. I wish I could pronounce the whole person's <laughs> We'll uh, store post it name. on Twitter. Yeah, but you can get a little slipcover to put over the front oh, it's so cute. <laughs> of your Nintendo Switch dock so that when you put your actual console into it, it doesn't scratch the screen. And I was, when I first heard about the whole screen scratch thing, I'm like, oh, what can I put in there that's going to take up minimal space and not scratch the screen? I knew there had to be something, but nothing like this. This person's making actual covers, their hand-sewn covers and, and crafts that go over the little front plasticky portion, and it keeps your screen safe. That's cool. For mm, 20 like bucks, it. they'll do a custom design. Do we need some Bite Me Podcast ones? Ooh. Right? Maybe we could do that. That'd be cool. Ooh, that's a thing. Yeah, that could be fun. But what I really like is what they've got here. I mean, they've got a plain black one. Um, but that's dumb. Yeah, that's that's dumb, If unless you're into that minimalist kind of thing. Yeah, fair. Um, I really like the Zelda one. Yeah. I definitely enjoy the Mario yeah, one, Mario cool. but my favorite is the one that looks like the old school Nintendo. Yeah, those are which real is fun. really kind of bad. So now, yes, I, I the only thing I would be curious about is so Adam bought a screen protector. He got one of right. the the glassy. Yeah, ones. I got the glass one. It's not it's not terribly thick at all. And, I mean, like it's what three millimeter point three millimeters something ridiculously yeah. tiny i remember it was small but you said that that actually feels a little bit tight pushing and it in yeah when i put it into the dock i can actually feel that it doesn't it doesn't just slip right in i yeah. do have to give it a little nudge for it do you to think slide that the thickness down. of these would be a problem because i mean those are microfibers so those are those definitely have some thickness to them i mean the plus side is it does keep your screen clean right but at least with this there's going to be some give to it yeah so it it, it doesn't like with a glass screen protector or any screen protector or anything, there's not any real give there because it's, you know, made out of yeah. glass. With this, at least, there's that plushy kind of soft bit. thing. And, yeah, and then it gets a clean swipe on the way out, and you've got a clean screen. That's kind of cool. I, I dig these. I definitely, I'll post these on our, our Facebook and our Twitter so you can check them out because this is uh, – It's a really cool thing. Yeah, I like that a lot. But um, – Back to you, you were like, I don't think, I think that's user error, blah, blah, blah. My argument to that is even when I put a screen protector on it, once I put a screen protector on it, I can feel just how tight a fit that actually is. When I was, when Cliff brought his in, I was looking at it very closely, and there's a rim around the screen. So if you slide it in perfectly. Yeah. Right. Not saying it's a good design. If you slide it down, you should, the screen should never, ever contact those little plastic bumpers. I agree that it's user. I mean, it's a user problem. I I think it's, but I think it's both. I think it's a design problem. Like they should have put, that should have had rails the entire, it should have been rubber and it should have been railed the entire way down the front side. And for a system that is, 
I mean, as much as we don't want to admit it, that's a system designed for kids. Nintendo yeah. is always going to be the kid system. Right, right, right. And so my kid's going to be playing it. He's nine. And like I showed him the scratches, and he's scared to death. Like Every single time <laughs> I do it now, he's like, Dad, will you put the Switch away from me? I don't want to scratch Aww. it. I'm like, it'll be okay. Yeah, it'll okay, be whatever. Fine. Yeah, it's fine. Um, Have you got a screen protector on yours yet? Not yet, because my order hasn't come in yet. So I ordered it. I don't know. Whatever. Um, it comes the 24th, so I'll have it in Dang, four days. I got mine yeah. the next day. I, I bought the Anchor one because I like no. Anchor stuff. I do so. Um, but the other thing, if you don't want to spend, because these are like, what, 20, 15, 20 bucks, which is actually a super good deal. Yeah, they um, start at 11 99 go up to, you I think, 15 You can actually take, like, a pair, of, like, if you have a, like, I do not personally have a pair of nylons, but I have a wife who does. Um, so, like, if you have, a, like, a, <laughs> like a run pair of nylons or whatever, you can actually cut them out and stretch them over the front of it, and that'll oh, actually that provide too, some buffer, yeah. too. I've seen that as kind of a dumb life hack. Work around, yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. there are options. Um, I don't know how, I don't know, I'm just going to, I saw Adam's screen protector, and you can't even see. It. It's yeah, it's, it looks like it's meant to be there. Yeah, it's perfect. So, so. also an option. But those are cool. I like. I I love the look of those. We should maybe maybe have a bite. Yeah, we need to think about yeah, that. Yeah. In an era of online retail where everything is just a few clicks away, buying a car should be no different. That's why at Carvana, you can buy a car 100% online. We made it easy to browse, view, and buy from over 10,000 cars. You can even trade in your old car, all while binge-watching your favorite TV show. Afterwards, we'll deliver your car to you. Or you can pick it up from one of our car vending machines. Either way, your car comes with a seven-day return policy. So grab a seat, relax in your comfy pants, and enjoy the new way to buy a car at Carvana. Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. So continuing with the Nintendo theme as well, and yeah. I just want to touch on this really quick because I'm really, really excited. Really excited. Uh, I'm very excited. Which actually. answers my question the other day on, on, on Facebook and Twitter if anyone's actually excited about it. The answer is yeah. Adam. I am one of us. I'm yeah. very surprised that it lasted that long. Yeah. Like Your excitement lasted this long. Yes. Please go, Adam, go. Uh, when this podcast is released to the world, out into the wilds, so will Super Mario run for Android? Yay. I'm very excited. I don't know why I'm excited to spend $10 on a game I've seen. Oh, don't buy it. Oh, shut up. Yes, I will. Oh, it's not. I want all the levels. I want all the, I want all the things. It's, it's. Just play Rayman Jungle Run. Yeah. I will eventually. It's not worth $10. I'm sure it's not, but it's Mario and I have a friend that works for Nintendo. I got to support him. I have to. Just give him 10 bucks. Take him to lunch. (laughs) (laughs) Play checkers with him or something. It's not a bad game. It's really not. I mean, it's a it's a money grab. I get it. It's it is what it is. It's not even a money grab. It's just not. They're playing off a of nostalgia. They're 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 peddling something. I think that plays that, to people's nostalgic and want to take something. Like I really that on the think go. they thought they were making a good game. Yeah, like I think that they really they. I think that they went into like, how can we make a Mario game that's going to work on a handheld device that you can play with one hand? And, and they you made can it eat with eat cake. And you can eat cake while doing it. And they came up with a, a game that meets. All of those things. It's just, it's just not, not very, very good. They forgot the game part of it. Yeah. It's... Yeah. Well, y'all are haters. It's it, just... I, I paid 10 bucks for it, and I don't necessarily regret it, but I mean, I played it, and I beat all, however many levels there are, 24, 
and it took me about two hours, and I've never booted it up since. Yeah. You beat that one crazy level where you had to jump through saws and... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? It's not... The it, thing is, is and now they added an easy mode to it, so it's not even, like... If did you, you beat it on easy mode only? No. No, because oh. I beat it before there was an easy mode. Okay. Yeah. It, uh, I had... I got through it. I had absolutely no... If you're, like, a 100 percenter, maybe, but I had no urge to go back and get all the little coins. Yeah. Adding different colored coin paths does not make a new level. No. Uh, the levels were... I don't know. I didn't like it. Yeah. Well, I'm very excited for ha- this game. Do it. I, and I, I'm going to spend enjoy the ten dollars, and next week we'll talk about how much you <laughs> like or don't like it. But first, read my review on BiteMePodcast.com. There is one. Oh. Dylan wrote it was good when it came out. Yeah, forever ago. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what? I don't listen to reviews. I'm kidding. I'll be very <laughs> That's interested all to I see. Do is listen to reviews. I'll be very interested to see if they make money. Is it is it ten bucks on Android too? I'd imagine. I don't. I don't think that uh, they gave any pricing out with it, unless it was like, huh, all the iOS people already paid ten dollars. Here, it's free on Android. Like a lot of games have done. Oh, I, but I mean, oh no, it's, it's ten bucks. Yeah, yeah. I I will be very interested to see how this like if, if it, people jump all over. it. I haven't seen. The thing is, is like I have not. I saw like a round of articles like, oh, hey, yeah, it's coming out. I've not heard any buzz. Remember this anything. game? Yeah. It's coming out again. It'll be we'll interesting see. because, I see. mean, Android is the dominant uh, OS. That's yeah. for sure. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I wonder how that'll, if. if but, I mean, it's the dominant OS, but they also it. don't buy games. They don't buy things at all. So, I mean, Android is very much known for having a huge market share and a bunch of people who absolutely don't pay money for anything. So <laughs> we'll see. True. So another game that has had a lot of internet buzz, and again, not all of it so good, is Mass Effect Andromeda, which is mm-hmm. very, very unfortunate. <laughs> I've seen some of the, the gameplay videos, and, uh, and I get... It's <laughs> I real get, bad. Yeah, I get why some people are kind of up in arms. Yeah, the animations are janky, real, yeah. real bad, and kind of uncanny valley, and yeah. I don't it, remember him being this bad in previous games. You know, the... I th- I saw a video the other day that compared the animations in this game to animations in Mass Effect Three, and it's 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 not there. I've never played any. They of look these games very either, similar. So oh, you know. should. Um, it's probably too late. Actually, just go straight to Andromeda. Okay. Um, I mean, Mass Effect Three came out five years ago. Like, holy crap! It's been that long. Yeah. It's oh wow. It's uh, and it's still good. I mean, I, I'm playing it right now, but. It, unless you have some nostalgia for it, it's probably not worth it. Okay. But, uh, yeah, it, it just doesn't look great. And the character models are kind of bad for some of the people. And, like, so you play as these either a brother or a sister, and their dad's model is horrifying. He is <laughs> he is just, like, bumpy and ugly and ugh, it's gross. Um, your character, like, I played as the default. She's fine looking. Um a lot of the other characters are okay looking. A lot of them have some kind of like like weird makeup, honestly. There's one character that has like this really harsh makeup. And the animations are just, they are what they are. They're non-expressive. And like every time it pans back to your character, she has this kind of like strange, like kind of dreamy open mouth look. Kind of. <laughs> and they're like, your brother, he's stuck in a cryo chamber. I don't know if he's going to live. And they pan back to your character. She's just kind of like staring off into space. Like I really expect her to like kind of shake it off and go like, oh, oh, sorry. I, I got, I lost there. He's stuck in a cryo chamber, you say, and instead she's just like, "Oh, that's really too bad." It's real weird. Wow. But but that being said, like the game itself is still really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I've played maybe the first hour and a half, and 
the is environments. It, is it out officially out? No, I'm playing. So if you're an EA Access member, you can play stuff. the first 10 hours of it. Okay. Uh, or 10 hours of the game. I don't know if you could actually play for 10 hours worth because it's limited by where you can go. But right. um, it comes out tomorrow, I want to say. Okay. Which is for podcast listeners two like ago. two or three days ago. Um but the game's fun. The environments are absolutely gorgeous. The combat is really on point. Um, the bad guys are cool looking. The aliens that you end up fighting are really cool looking and have some kind of cool, like, invisible dog things that attack you. And <laughs> I've Wait, I, so they're cool looking invisible dogs? They turn visible when you shoot them. Okay. Um, but, uh, like, yeah, I mean, some of the cutscenes are great. Um, like, it's just the animations that look kind of... They're just not great. And to kind of add insult to that, I can't remember who said it, but I remember reading a quick story just yesterday, the other day, where some, did you say it's Bethesda? Uh, BioWare. BioWare. Um, where they were like, is, is this going to be fixed with a day one patch? And the, the whoever represented BioWare was basically like, yeah, no, that's not going to happen. Yeah, nope. I, at this point in the game, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure you can patch animation because it's not like it's not like hard coded. But uh, I can't imagine if they if they weren't able to get it right for release, I can't imagine that it's going to be something that they can fix anytime soon if they what fix if it. There was at all? one person who saw the way she was running yeah. and was like. That's the most realistic run I have ever seen in a video game. We're keeping well, it. And I mean, the thing is, too, is the, the section you've seen where she kind of like crab walks down the stairs. I've played three times because I played it once on I've played it twice on the Xbox because the first time my recording wasn't good. And so I played it again the next day and I've played it on the PC and that never happened to me. So, I mean, it's it's a very specific like time, place, you know, things just go wrong sometimes. Mm-hmm. And so. You know, they may never have seen that before. Who knows? You you know, you you have a limited number it's of so QA weird. testers. Oh, it's real weird. It's so weird. <laughs> I don't know. I saw one today that like one of the characters was like kind of talking, talking, and then she like walked away and her head stayed. <laughs> and so like her body walked away and her entire head just like did like a three sixty and like you know, walked away. It was real weird. So mm. I mean but those things entirely happen. I mean, if you want to see Bad animation screw-ups. Go look at our Twitter. I posted one today that was from MLB. Oh, I was going to ask you that thing oh my with the God. face. <laughs> yeah. What was that? <laughs> Just another animation screw-up. I oh, mean, when you're, when you're doing these things, sometimes things go horrifyingly wrong. That one was worse than anything I've ever seen in Mass Effect. Like, that induced night terrors, I'm sure, right. for me. But so, so it's like, but what's that? I, my favorite part has been someone put the sign. Is it the Seinfeld music? Yes, over <laughs> one of the scenes in Mass Effect, and it it definitely works with a laugh track. It, it's 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 <laughs> funny. But I mean, I think before we go away, what I would say is this game is all, the reviews all came out today, which is Monday, and it's getting like solid like seven seven fives, which. Sounds like oh my god, it only got seventy five percent. But you have to realize oh, yeah, no, that like a, still, that's a solid yeah, review. Seventy five is not. It's not like when you were in school and seventy five percent to C and your parents are going to ground you. Like seventy five percent is a good game. That's a yeah. game you might not want to pay sixty bucks for it. And this game in particular, you might not want to pay sixty bucks for it this week. Wait, you know, six weeks or two or three months. Pick it up when it's thirty five yeah. bucks on sale and has all the patches. Like mm-hmm. there are so many good games out right now that you don't need to worry about whether Mass Effect's amazing or not. Yeah. Wait another two months; it's going to be better, and you're going to pay half the price for it. Like yeah. Mass Effect's never been a game to stick at a high price either. They've always dropped pretty quickly. Well, because I think so many people buy them, and exactly. eventually they just drop the price. So who hasn't bought it will finally. And I mean, the other thing to think about too is people are freaking out about how bad this Mass Effect is. As if the last three Mass Effects were perfect. Like, Mass Effect 1 had horrible combat. 
horrible combat. Mass Effect 2 had a story that was not very interesting. Like, it was fun, but, I mean, it was not terrific. And Mass Effect 3, like, people complained enough about the ending that they patched a new one in. Oh, that's that, the game. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, so, I, I mean, like, that. it's not like these games are perfect. I mean, think about when Fallout 4 came out. Everyone was complaining about how janky Fallout 4 is, but it's a great game. You know, I mean, is... Are the animations in this game as good as, say, what's in The Witcher 3? No, not even close. But, you know, it it could still be a terrific game. You know, The Witcher was a 90, 95. This is a 70. Yeah. Buy it on sale. It's still going to be really fun. You're still going to really enjoy yourself. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Adam. Well, then, and then when it comes to games that have such a big hype built up around it and everybody's looking forward to it and something doesn't go quite the way that everybody hopes it should go. Yeah. That's when the internet tribe of horrible people. Yeah. Collects themselves and starts, you know, they round up their pitchforks and torches. Yeah. And, and look for someone to live. What do they do, Adam? They go and they harass the living crap out of people. Yes. It, it's, it's terrible. So yeah. a bunch of people, um, this weekend found a single person and she no longer actually works at EA any longer. She is listed in the credits for Mass Effect Andromeda being an animator along with however many other people and the internet descended on this poor woman and, you know, all the horrible things that the internet does, death threats and, you know, harassment and, you know, blowing up her Twitter and there's, it's insane to me that... This happens now, and it's been happening over and over again. I mean, No Man's Sky got a month delay, and the dude who works for Kotaku that reported it got death threats. Like, Seriously? What, what world do we live in where you're so hung up on a video game that you're going to give a random person on the internet and say you're going to kill her and say terrible things that, you know, she slept her way into her position? And right. it's it's absolutely awful, and I literally do not understand how that happens it it makes no sense to me whatsoever well it's like uh, and part of me wants to wonder how did they, how did they pick this female this woman oh yeah did they pick her simply because like they wanted somebody to bitch to and she's a girl so it made it that and it just p- picking a woman for one just makes it this that much more misogynistic yeah. found the and, easy the easy target yeah. right instead of and i, I mean, mean you're just proving more and more and more that uh, so many people can just pick on one person. And I, I want to say that no, it has nothing to do with that. But with the way Gamergate has been happening for yeah. the last year or two, I, I almost guarantee it. It's, you know, and maybe not, maybe they didn't set out to think that, but I guarantee you that that's the reason this person got picked. Because, you know, and and just even to think like one person could ruin a AAA video game, like you are dumb and have no concept of how video games work. There are hundreds. I mean, Mass Effect probably had a thousand people work on it over the course of its life and to pick one to pick one and to think that animation's done by one person is <laughs> insane like there's rigging and there's modeling and there's lighting and i mean qa and management i mean there are layers and layers and layers and layers of people that made that game play how it does well and what the, this just makes me want to say to what in what world does a bad animation ruin a game? Right. Seriously. I mean, basement dwelling, pizza eating, Mountain Dew Code Red slamming. I like all those things, so it'd be nice. Sorry about it. Yeah, this is, this living is in their parents' living in their parents' basement. Yeah. 
Let's yeah. throw it that way. Yeah. There we go. We're all out of our parents' yeah. house. It, but anyway, yeah, it's like those are the types of people that pull this stuff off. Yeah. That do this and make everybody else look bad. Yeah. I, I don't want to be – I want. I'm a gamer and I do not want to be associated with gamers like that. Right. Because, and, of course, they're the ones who get all the – they get yeah. all the, the headlines. And yeah. I guess the worst part is these people probably aren't even that serious. They're really just trolling you. Like, yeah. And that's the worst part is, like, this lady has to feel bad now because people are just saying things arbitrarily, well, right? to say them, yeah. I mean, at the same time, though, like, this has, like, real-world consequences. Um, not in this particular case, but, I mean – I do not think it is that long before someone accidentally gets killed doing this. And it's because either it's going to be, you know, a lot of people associated in these kind of things have been swatted, you know, where the SWAT team comes to their house because they think oh, yeah. that they're, you know, they've kidnapped someone or they've got a hostage. And, you know, it's, it's just a matter of time until someone accidentally gets killed by the police or some crazy person actually takes it to heart that I love Mass Effect and I'm, you know, mm-hmm. I have mental problems and it was that one person that does it and they go to the house and kill them. You know, yeah. um, there's a there's real world effects to trolling. Yeah. And and that's just it's just uncalled for. Um, but anyways, I, the, I guess the kind of good news is that Bioware did issue a statement and just said, like, knock it off. You know, it's attacking individuals regardless of their involvement. A project is never acceptable. And, and that's what they said. And I guess that's that's great but just the the acceptance that this is a thing you can do has got to stop because it's dumb and is your life really so hung up on playing mass effect yeah that's that's where i was trying to go with it it's like when your life is so wrapped up in just a game and i know that's calling it just a game is like one of the worst things somebody can (laughs) say i I get it i love games games, but it's just a freaking game, game man here at the Bite Me podcast, it's just it's a just game. a game. <laughs> but I mean, I think the thing is, go play Zelda, go play Horizons. They're both great. Yeah. They both got ninety five or hundreds. It's good stuff. They're all like these are all great games. Yeah. And no, oh. yeah. Um. Anyway, but, yeah. So and of course that leads me into a uh, thing that I did over the weekend. I may or may not have gotten into a, a little internet. Tiff. Ker- kerfuffle, I think, is what you I said. I like kerfuffle. I like kerfuffle. That's yeah. a fun yeah, word. Yeah, that's a good word. Um, so I'm in a, a group on Facebook, and somebody had posted a video of this guy playing Overwatch. I've not played it, so I don't know exactly, but I have an idea because it's a team-based kind of yeah. thing, so you have to work together. Um, and one person not pulling their weight can really throw a match, really throw a game off. I get that can be frustrating, especially for people who are playing it competitively. Well, the video that went up, there was a guy who was obviously not doing well and started being talked down to in a nasty, like an insulting, like you just don't talk to another human being that way kind of way. And, but thankfully the, whoever had this video or got a hold of this video, there was some dude who went in on the guy talking crap and just this guy paid for his game he can do whatever he wants if that's how he wants to play that's it and came to this guy's defense and i thought it was incredible yeah i agree so and me i'm the person who always wants to get into those games who's really curious to try them but is always scared because i've got this anxiety thing and when i think about getting thrown into a group of people that i don't know unless i am lubed with some booze out at the bar um my, there's no Overwatch there. Yeah. There's no Overwatch there, there for should one. Be. But uh yeah, so it's like I don't do well in that and those are reasons guys like that yeah. that go off on somebody 
not the guy who came to his defense, but the one who was insulting or whatever. Guys like that and gamers like that are reasons why I don't go into some of these games. Like Final Fantasy yep. 15, when you do the like duty finder to get randomly matched up with people to do a dungeon. I, Kevin can tell you, I sat there thinking about clicking on the duty finder for a solid 10 minutes oh, yeah. one night because I didn't know if I was good enough. And what are these people going to think? Yeah, I did. I did literally the exact same thing when I first played Rocket League online for the first time. And I mean, yeah. this is a game that I now have hundreds of hours into. And I was so nervous that like, what if I get with people and what if I'm bad and what if they don't like me and what if they say horrible things about me? Yeah. Because it happens and yeah. and needlessly happens. It's I mean. Rocket League or Overwatch, it's a five-minute game, and you're Are in. Overwatch matches five minutes? Even, I mean. Ish. It, ish. it completely depends. Okay. But you know what but, I mean? Yeah. Like, it's, this isn't, this isn't a League of Legends game yeah. where you're in for an hour and a half. It's there. You're <laughs> in, you're out, they're over. You know? And it's, so you lose. Like, Jesus, if that's the yeah. worst thing that ever happens to you, yeah. like, right. it's not worth, it's not worth getting upset about. Yeah. It's, this is just a different side of the same coin. Like, Calm down. I mean, and that's if people want to get upset, they absolutely have every legitimate right to get upset. Yep. That's fine. You never have to take it out on players yeah. for being a not as good of a player. Who want to you share or, your hobby right? with you? League of Legends has been known to have a lot of really negative attitudes, and they've they've worked. I actually, just watched a little video they released recently. They're overhauling the sportsman conduct system because yeah. after games, you're able to report players for various reasons. If they have negative attitudes, if they give up, if they leave, if they uh, use offensive language, things like that. And you can also say this person was really good at teamwork. This person was helpful. This person oh, I was like friendly. the positive ones. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. But they still are feeling like, they said in this video, they still feel like it's not quite working. So they're sure. introducing something new soon. I'm very excited to see that. Because even since I've returned to League of Legends recently, I've noticed the amount of tilting or whatever words you want to call mm-hmm. it, where people get really obnoxious and angry, mm-hmm. has significantly been reduced. So I don't, That's great. At least something has been working at the- least... The threat of getting booted. Yeah, and yes, it, it, if you get enough reports, it will suspend you from playing. Or um, if you leave games, you'll be suspended from joining a queue for a while. Yeah. Things like that. Because um, that's the the one thing that irritates me in League of Legends is when someone leaves. Yeah, yeah. Oh, obviously yeah. you can't. You're not gonna bad about someone. And sometimes they're disconnected or something. But when you start off a game four v five. That's hard. You can't. It's, yeah. You're wasting time. <laughs> Luckily, they've introduced something now where if someone leaves very quickly in the game, Uh-oh, it'll pull. just end. It ends the game. Oh, interesting. Or, or you can all your team takes a vote. Do you want to end the game with no penalty? Yes, please. Oh, nice. Because there's no way where yeah. a, right. a lane doesn't have someone defending it. So that's, that's, that's kind of annoying. Yeah, I uh, and it's the same thing in in Rocket League where you can you can report people for. You know, either verbal harassment or Rocket League actually right now because they introduced crates has a real problem with um, crate farmers who literally will like just like tape down one of their buttons and that person just drives all over the field and it's real obnoxious. (laughs) Um, But, uh, you know, and I every single time, you know, it's it's baffling to me that you'll see someone who you can tell is playing on an Xbox or PlayStation take the time to like go into the chat screen and very, very slowly type out, you know, horrible, hateful, awful things telling you how you suck or that his team sucks or, you know, and it's usually not suck. And I will report those people every single time, especially in a game like Rocket League, where Rocket League is a, you know, I mean, that game's rated maybe whatever's above E. Like, that's a non-violent game. My kid plays that game all the time, yeah. and he doesn't need, Anything you know, like some 
right. horrible person mm-hmm. writing horrible things. Not even about him, but like, right. you know, I, I don't, they don't need to see that. And mm-hmm. I don't understand why people feel the need to do it. Yeah. So in the, in the discussion I was having yeah. with these people online, um, it was it was interesting because all I did was say that it was nice to hear somebody coming to their defense. Yeah. I'm that guy who really has a problem getting into some of these games because of this, this, and this, and this would make me want to play it, knowing there's somebody out there yeah. kind of like that. It's got my yeah. back. And then I got kind of, not necessarily attacked, but the discussion definitely got um, intense about if you bought this game and you want to play this game and you don't know what you're doing, stick to quick play. Just just do quick play until you figure it out. And then and then the conversation went with, well, if all they're doing is quick play, they're not getting necessarily yeah. thrown in with people who do take it seriously. Yeah. So they're not really learning anything except how to kind of run around. Yeah, you can learn how your character handles, stuff like that, but you're not learning all that you can yep. until you actually get in with those other players that are competitive. Well, and the reality is with Overwatch specifically, in order for them to even get into competitive play, they had to get to level 25. So, I mean, those people have been playing quick play. I think you have to at least play probably 10 or more hours. Yeah, before you get there. So, I mean, the person literally was just... I mean, they might just not have been good. They just, yeah, they might just not have been good with that character. And like the one, the one guy that I was talking to, yeah, um, he said, you know, I'll suggest maybe try a different character, yeah, and that's fine. But then he followed it up with, if you don't do that, then there'll be a problem. Yeah. Well, there really shouldn't be a problem. No. It's you're playing a game, and my argument was and will stay, unless you are at the level of where you are pulling in money. Yeah. As an esports person, like an, a competitive, not just yeah. playing to win, but playing to live. Yeah. Once you get to that level, then you, you can, can you can be like, dude, what are you doing? You're yeah. Or yeah, that that's that's the level you can get when you get to that level. Then you can yeah. act maybe maybe Except like that. When you're at that level, you should be communicating with a team. And if you want to play right. at that level, bring friends. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's where I was going to end it was with saying like. These people pay money, just as much money as you did, to get into the game. Whether or not they've put in the 200 hours you've put in, or maybe they've put in the exact same amount of hours, they just don't grasp it or or do it the same way you do. Well, and I mean, that's the reality is I'm just not a great first-person shooter player, hmm. you know? And I don't... Even if I put in the time, I'm never going to be a great first person shooter. I mean, part of the problem is I'm 40, like or almost 40. My I'm not 40 yet. I'm close. Um, I'm not really that close. 39 and a half. Um, I don't have the reflexes that a 22 year old has, and I don't have the time to play these games that a 16 year old has. Right. You know, I'm never going to be right. as good as they are. Right. Um, but I can still enjoy that game. I like Overwatch. Right. You know. And anybody who says that they're not like, if you go into competitive or rank play or whatever. And and you think they're not play, they're not playing to win. Obviously, you can tell when somebody is straight up trolling the team yeah. or trying to throw the match. You yeah. can tell. Yeah, but you can they're... tell. But if you see somebody just making mistakes, you know they're yeah. actually there yeah. for the same reason you are. They want to win. Maybe help them out. Yeah. You know, and I think there is an etiquette on both sides. Yes, you probably Absolutely. shouldn't be playing competitive games if you're just trolling, right? If you're just or trolling. Yeah. if you're really not ready for competitive play, yeah, maybe don't quite jump into competitive, yeah. but. You can do whatever you want. And there's also the idea, if you're playing ranked play and you are planning on climbing this ladder to the top, one, people aren't going to exist on that part of the ladder with you if they're really on that low of a level. So you're probably 
at the basement floor already, so you don't have a whole lot of room to talk. And the idea is, if you're going to carry, if you're going to climb this ladder, you yourself will be able to carry a team. Yeah, right. Your presence on a team is supposed to ex- um, ascend, pull the rest of the team yeah, higher. Pull yeah. the rest of the team yeah. higher, and that is how they base your wins and losses and say when this person is on this team, even with lower level players, that team could win. Because you're, I mean, you're carrying yeah. the team, and that's how single players, yeah, elevate like if you're to the top. If you're at that level where you're worried about, or, or actually, if you're at, if you're playing competitive and you're worried about one person dragging you down, unless yeah. they're specifically doing it on purpose, if you can't do your best, if five, what is it, five v five? Overwatch six v six. Okay, but, yeah. so if five of you. Can't compensate for one person one who isn't doing very well because they're just learning or aren't as good as you, yep. then y'all suck. Well, and I mean, that's, that is that <clears throat> is a very harsh reality that I found out a couple times this weekend is that, that first of all, like, I started playing 2v2 Rocket League, like I said earlier. And part of the reason was is because my brother and I were sick of having that third player who just wasn't as good. And... One thing you'll learn real quick playing 2v2 is that third person that you thought wasn't very good is sometimes you. Yeah. <laughs> um, you exactly. know, it's like, all relative. You might think and, you're kicking it. Yeah. And in reality, you have bad games sometimes. Oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it happens. We were playing a ranked League of Legends this weekend, and one game, me and my buddy were playing the bot lane together, so I was playing the support role to his damage, yep. his damage role, and... We sucked. We yep. we got a couple early. Ki- we got killed a couple times early, and it snowballed for the other team. They yep. won. Next game, my buddy had a bad game in the top lane. I was playing in the jungle. I did really well. Got a couple early kills. I was pretty strong. Our bottom lane was doing really well. It was really neck and neck, and we're fighting back. And I mean, at some point, the language comes out and top lane's trash and whatever. And it's like. It, but, like, people are starting to kind of give up, but yeah. we're still doing well. And I end up going to push one lane, and we break through, and it comes down to one team fight. We win, and we win the game. And it's like, I mean, it seems so useless to, in the in the middle of a game, right. to start trash-talking your team and telling well, them they're garbage. And like, I, I don't want to stick on this for too long, but I think apparently we've got some pretty strong feelings about oh, it. Oh, yeah. And I'm the same way. And... But with Rocket League, apparently it's great that we all have our little thing. Right. You know, if you're playing a game and you start to lose, don't quit. Please For the love don't of quit. God, don't oh, yeah, quit. That, don't that, quit. I'll, never, I'll never say quit. Because, you know, it's amazing how many times I've played a game and you're down by two or three goals and there's a minute or two left and people are like, well, you know, I guess this is just it. You know, yeah, there's no that. way to come back. But Rocket League's really good about refilling that empty spot. But the, sort, of, sort of, you know, the yeah. problem is, is a lot of times you'll pull a bot for a minute or two and a bot's just not the same. And I mean, the number of Rocket League games where I've been down by two with four minutes left and we end up cycling through seven or eight thirds is insane. Or the times that, I mean, now we're playing competitive. You don't if and it the reason it's really hard to play competitive 3v3 is people will you know we're down by two. We're just going to quit. And if you don't. If you don't agree to quit with them, it just drops that player. And so now you're playing 3v2 or 3v1. Um, don't quit. It's yeah. it's three minutes of your life. Try really – you're going to learn things by losing or or learn things by coming back to win. Yeah. You only get better by playing. But right? please don't drag other players down. Yeah. Like it, it really sucks to be in that position where you just – you don't play good for one game. You have one really good game. You get all these kills. You get all these points, whatever. In the next game, you just suck. Oh, yeah. It happens. Yeah. You get countered. It it happens. Don't don't rag on people when they're in that in that because it happens to everyone. You don't know how actually how good they are, how bad they are. Yeah. Um. And it's useless to 
be constructive, help them, teach them. I want to play in a game where that community is getting better and yeah. better because it only makes I everyone agree. better and it makes the game more fun. Yep. And you have to spend less time worrying about silly details rather than actually what makes the game good. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so, but I'd love to hear what some of our listeners think about that too. Absolutely. Love you know, to. if you have any suggestions, thoughts on that, once this podcast is up, you know, let Tell us, us know. Hit us yeah, up. Let us know. Keep this conversation going. Definitely. Yes. Um, I know we talked about Rocket League today, which is a lot. That, uh, really? Um, yeah, I know. I love it. Um, hmm. Real, real fast Rocket League updates. I'll make it quick because not everyone cares. Um, <laughs> new season is starting March 22nd. So season three will end. Season four will start. There's new rankings. There's the rankings change. The way you rank changes, um, which is always interesting. Um, they're introducing some different levels and you won't reset 100%, which is cool. Um, but they're also introducing a new mode called Drop Shot, and it sounds really interesting, um, where you actually have to break through the floor in order to score. Um, I have not had a chance to try it yet because it doesn't come out. This will actually, it actually will launch uh, the day before the podcast, so we might have to try it. Um, I'll definitely have some video up on it uh, when it comes out, but I've heard some people that got to play it at PAX East that it's really fun. Um, nice. I usually am not a big fan of these extra modes because they, they tend to play differently than regular Rocket League, so if I get good at the extra modes, I actually get worse at Rocket League. <laughs> um, but it, it looks fun, so check out new Rocket League stuff coming this week, which is cool. Yes. And I think that's, is that all our news? That is, I think, hang on. And. So, Adam, this does not apply to you uh, because you do not have an Xbox. I do not. But if you do have an Xbox. Um, I have an Xbox. You have an Xbox. Are you in our club? I don't think so. You should you be in our club. Another, you sent me a request and I don't know if I got it. Okay. But you don't actually need it. So, so you go to the park without me and now you start a club without <laughs> it's me. It's the Xbox park, Adam. It's not the Xbox part. You should buy an Xbox. <laughs> anyway, you can actually probably still join the club. For a second, I was like, there's an Xbox part? <laughs> I you, had him. You so actually could probably actually join the club without an Xbox. You just need an account. Um, oh, this is, you guys didn't start this. this no, is, no, 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 no. Oh. Yeah, so Xbox has this concept of clubs, and the entire idea is it's like a group of people that want to do the same thing or have shared interests. And in this case, your shared interest is that you listen to our podcast. <laughs> um, so you can actually go to the club section of on your Xbox xbox and search for bite me podcast and you can join our club and i'm honestly not 100 percent sure what we're going to do with it yet i think playstation is the same thing i think they're called communities in playstation yeah, yeah. i haven't started yeah. one of those yet so yeah we, we okay. should start one of those too but oh, the entire idea is you can you can talk <laughs> and you can make friends maybe make friends and find people to play games with don't yell at and berate people exactly. still accepting friendship applications yeah so real, so far i think there's like four members of our club <laughs> which is great um <laughs> And I'm not one of and them. And <laughs> is not one of them. Um, but we should we should try and get this going. I think it's going to be an interesting place to find some folks to play with. Maybe have a third Rocket League player. A third Rocket League player. Um, but, I mean, eventually I think it would be really fun to, you know, we'll do a little bit of, you know, like we'll start a Rocket League server and everyone can yeah. come play. We'll, you know. And if anyone loves playing Overwatch, I'd love to have some people to play with. Yeah, so. yeah. So come, come join our Xbox club. Just like I said, just Adam. search for... Adam's going to buy an Xbox. I know. I it's going to happen. One. I don't want to not be able to be in a club. In the club. I guess I think, like, I actually posted the, like, website address of this the other day on our Twitter and our Facebook. So I think if you have a, <laughs> like, an, a Microsoft account, um, you can actually join without actually having an Xbox. Yeah, yeah. So you can still participate in the chatting and stuff. You just wouldn't be able to play with us. So yeah. check it out. I think it's, uh, I, like I said, I'm not exactly sure what we're going to do with it yet, but I think it could be a lot of fun. So. Let us know what you might want to do yeah, with it. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> give us some ideas because, yeah. I mean, we can only just come up with what we come up with. Exactly. So I think I think that'll be good. Um finally I think we're going to we're 
pad out our news section with a, a reader question from a yes. good friend of mine, Rich, actually. It's kind of piggybacks on Mass Effect. Yeah, he actually, uh, he just kind of started, I, you know, I, I tell all my friends about it, but he just started listening to the podcast and ran through, like, all 17 episodes in, like, three days. So, this guy needs a trophy. Yeah, right. Marathon <laughs> runner right Unlocked. He, he works, like, I don't know, two and a half jobs or something, so I think he listens while he works. So, uh, anyway, his question was, what do you feel makes a bad game? Do you think it's bad graphics, bad controller mechanics, bad story, etc.? And, I don't know, what do you guys think? I, I've got a pretty clear idea, but uh, I'd like to hear what you have to say. Yeah, I think a lot of times it comes down to multiple things right um however controller mechanics is i think number one most important Mm because if you cannot Mm -hmm. play a game you cannot enjoy it yep so if it's just hard to play a game there's occasionally uh, this happens on mobile i think a lot when you i'm gonna try this game and it's just like the touch controls don't work um (laughs) i don't know if touch controls ever work they don't um so stop making mobile games um Unless they're really simple. But, like, on a mobile, like, anytime you have to try to do something quickly, like, I don't want to try to, like, shoot things yeah. on a mobile because you're not just, it's, it's just hard. not going to yeah. be consistent. Unless you've got one of those little attachments that's kind of yeah. like a Nintendo like, Switchy looking yeah. thing. Hearthstone's great on a phone because it's slow. You just kind of, like, drag your finger around. You get little arrows so you know where you're clicking. Yeah. Works great. Um, I don't want to play Grand Theft Auto on my phone. No, that's I've tried not, it. It's awful. Yeah, it's like that. That breaks a game yeah, first and foremost. Not good. Um, we all we all love story, right? Yeah, a good story is always going to be compelling. Mm-hmm. But if a story is really not that great, I don't want to sit through cutscenes about a story that does not matter to me. So that right. kind of that's I, kind of important. I to think me. the funny thing is, I think story is actually probably one of the least important. To be <sighs> honest. Well, not because I don't like a game with a good story. I uh-huh. do, but like, what's the story of Doom? Who cares? Right. You know, the story of Doom is there was an accident on this station that opened a portal to hell. Yeah, but does That's anyone real care? It, the portal to hell is very deep. Do you see what's coming yeah. through there? <laughs> you know what I mean, though? Like, some yeah, games don't need a story. Front, that's yeah. not a the driver's yeah. seat of the game. And even, like, a bad game, like, a bad a game with bad story and great gameplay doesn't really, like, you can skip the, the cutscenes and be good. Yeah, right? I, you know, Make skippable cutscenes. That's also important. Right? Or don't make, and but especially don't cut make cutscenes with quick time effects. Right, Blah. but what if the, uh, some of those are okay? Like, the God of War, the God of War games, Blah. I thought the quick time events were, were all right. I say again, bleh. Blah. Blah. Yeah, quick time events are pretty dumb. Man, we can agree I've, to disagree. But, so, nah. when you say about skipping cutscenes, what if that cutscene's important to the actual story? What if you need to see that cutscene to know what? What if the story's what, bad, Adam? Yeah, it does. What if the story's bad? But what if the story became bad because you skipped that cutscene? It's a possibility. I'm not going to skip I, a good cutscene. I also will say I don't ever quit cutscenes. I, I, I don't. Cl- I don't quit yeah. them the first time because I don't want to get lost. Like, oh. what if? What if I'm in Antarctica and I'm beating up these weird zombie penguins, yeah. and then there's a cutscene, and then I skip through it. But next thing you know, I'm in like. 17th century London. What I will say is, first of all, I want to play your game. Yeah, Uh, yeah, that's exactly (laughs) what I was going to say. I want to play that game. I, I, I think that, like I said, I, I think story is important, and I, I mean, I'm a huge fan of like big narrative games. Um, but I, I don't know. I, to me, like gameplay is most important. I would almost say like control is most important. Like you can start playing a game, and I would say you know within five minutes if the control is going to be good or bad. Hmm. And bad control, I, it just ruins it. I can't, I can't do it. Um, um, you know, bad story I can work around. Um, bad graphics I think are kind of subjective, um, especially nowadays where new games run from everything from like super pixely 8-bit stuff all the way to, you know, The Witcher 3, which is like nearly photorealistic. Yeah. I like so, a game to look good within its 
Yeah. yeah. And I mean, Mass Effect it's is style. janky. Um, and I actually would complain more about, like, a lot of the Mass Effect cutscenes look more like they're badly green screened, which is weird because obviously there was no green screen involved, um, than they do like the animations. Like I noticed that more than I noticed the animation, to be honest. But I mean, it's not, it doesn't ruin the game. It makes it, I mean, I think the thing is, is there's a huge difference between a game that's going to get a 75 and a 50. A 50 is bad, subjectively bad. Right. Um, whereas a 75, you can probably, you could probably have bad graphics or bad controller mechanics or a bad story and still have that game be a 75, 80. Um, it's when a game gets more than one of those bad that I think it becomes bad. But when a game gets all of those right, that's what makes a game a 90. Yeah. So and maybe. Maybe there's something to if one thing is so bad that it affects other things. Yes. Like if the graphics yeah. are so bad, it makes it hard to play the game because you can't see yeah. or you can't. Things in the environment don't really stick out. Um, things. But like I think that. that's another another thing entirely. Like bad inventory systems can make a game bad. Bad menu systems where you're going through level after level yeah, after level. Micromanaging with yeah, micromanaging. Well, I mean, does that stuff. necessarily make a game bad? Oh, it can certainly make it, a game bad. Does it make it? I don't know. I, I I don't. I hate saying that a game becomes bad just because. Well, their inventory system is crap. Because if everything else about the game is amazing, right. and that's the one thing that yeah. you're going to let bring it, but down. but it would have to be real bad to right. really bring it down. Well, I don't, right. I don't right. know if it makes a game bad, but that coupled with something else could certainly yeah. make right. a game bad. Like I have to switch my weapon on the fly in a bad inventory system, yeah. so I just cannot. I mean, that, that's bosses, really right? honestly one of my big complaints about uh, Zelda is that my stupid weapons keep breaking and getting a new one is hard. Yeah. You know, it's not like I don't understand why it, a new one just doesn't auto equip. Yeah. Uh, and so to me, like it doesn't make Zelda bad. because Zelda's great. Right. Well, yeah. But it makes Zelda worse than it could be. And to me, Bloodborne was a, like bad because I had to like fight these three guys over and over and over again because this game's hard because once I fought those these like 12 meaningless yeah. guys that never really were much challenged but then I go over here and I got die by this guy and I have to keep replaying yep. nonsensical oh, yeah. segments of the game over and over yep. for no reason and then they work that into the story and it's dumb yeah. it's just dumb I would <laughs> say one thing dumb. that one thing with cutscenes though like we're talking skippable cutscenes there's nothing I hate more than dying and having to skip a cutscene like yeah. just Take me to the end of that. I've already seen yeah, it. Like, right. there's no Rise and Shine was that way, where you'd have to like skip through a cutscene in order to get to the thing that yeah. just killed you again. Like, yeah, bad oh. checkpointing is yep. just checkpointing before a cutscene rather than after it. Uh, well, I'm Ori, the- actual uh, Ori in the Blind Forest. That don't get me wrong. There were lots of auto checkpoints and auto yep. saves throughout the whole thing, but. Whenever I would get to this, throughout the game, you'd get to an area where it wasn't a full cutscene yeah. because that's not what this game was about. No. This game had like maybe four or five yeah. big scenes. That was it. But it would be a scene where Ori stops, looks up, and yep. he looks up, and the camera moves to where you're yep. going, and things would sparkle and kind of give you an idea of what you're supposed to do. Having and to then it would that. come back to you. And it was only maybe five to ten seconds. Yep. It wasn't long. But... It was every an area where you would time. die every attempt, so 10 or 15 times you would have to watch Just this. terrible game design. I yeah. hate that more than nearly anything. Yeah. It's, it's real so gross. For me, it's controls all the way. Bad controls to me will absolutely ruin a game. Yep. I don't care how beautiful it is, how amazing the story is. If it's badly controlled, it's not fun. It's, if it's not fun to play, it's not fun. Yep. Exactly. All and the game has to be to be fun is fun to play. It yeah. has to just feel good when you play it. It has to be responsive. You're going to slap me when I tell you the game that made me not like it simply because of the controls. And I know I've talked about it before. Hmm. Uh, Battlefront. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, the controls on that, for whatever reason to me, I could not. And maybe and maybe that is just me. I couldn't get them. They didn't make sense. They It wasn't that they weren't responsive. It was just they didn't they didn't make sense. None of yeah, it made it sense. The types of button combinations that I had to do to get it to happen. No, that's fair. Was too much. I, I struggle with the controls on that too. I actually struggle with the controls a lot on PS4 games because the button layouts for PS4 are so right. different than the way they lay out the buttons the on the PS feels, or on the yeah. Xbox. That, and I've been a PlayStation guy yeah. from the beginning. I've had an Xbox. That was it. Yeah. But I've had all PlayStation, so I'm used to the PlayStation yeah. controller. I always have. So when I get into a game like Battlefront, that. Looks great. The story is mostly there. It right. just falls within the Star Wars universe, so it's more like, theming yeah. than it is story yeah. oriented. Yeah. But when every but and I'm used to that controller, yeah. and I can't I pull it off. Can't, yeah. I'm like, mm. well, and like the the uh, the flying things. Yeah. Anytime you control a vehicle in that game, the controls were just yeah. garbage. Yeah. So I usually I've never played a game where I liked flying. No. That's one thing that game. That if that like game relied sim. on flying, yeah. then I would say I instantly hate it. I liked Pilot Wings. Oh yeah, that was a fun one. Yeah, yeah. Super Nintendo. Yeah. yeah, long time ago. Anyway, hopefully that answers Rich's question. That was I a think. fun little. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I like that a lot. You could talk about that forever. Probably. Uh, yo, totally. Oh yeah, we, we can talk about bad like? games Which forever. Games do we not like? <laughs> Seriously. Hey, we're gonna talk. There's nothing free this right now. I mean, there's plenty. If you don't have, get the PS Plus games, get the Xbox games with gold games obviously but uh, no new announcements yet um, that'll be next week but there are some kind of interesting things going on right now we mentioned the ps indie sale that's going on right now buy one get one free that's great um square enix today announced what they called the 2017 spring surprise box and apparently this is a thing that square has done before i just was off my radar i guess and so it's kind of like a like a grab bag where you give them 10 bucks and then uh i think at the end of this month like april 1st ish they give you something stuff and we don't know what it is yet it's six games and i've looked at the past ones and they're fun it's you know been like some tomb raider stuff or just cause or you know just some other kind of interesting oh i'm sorry it's not six games it's five games and so it's 10 bucks they're saying the value is 80 dollars. these are all going to be steam games so you don't need some sort of dumb you know square enix launcher (laughs) um you know and like i i posted on twitter like like Game bundles are like my jam, and surprise yeah. game bundles are like I'm like I bet you I already own four of these five games, but what if I don't? What if you own all of them already? I know, right? That's hilarious. <laughs> anyway, so that's uh, that is something that is interesting, exciting. Uh, I post about it on Facebook and Twitter, so you can go find the links. I have not made the jump into it yet, but I might. Um, the other thing is, is Adam and I both actually subscribe to this, and it's a pretty good deal for I think twelve bucks a month, thirteen bucks a month. Yeah, it's like twelve forty six or something. Yeah, with tax is, or whatever. is the humble monthly bundle, and like I'm already a huge humble bundle buyer, which is kind of fun to say. But <laughs> uh, so you can pay them, I think twelve bucks a month. Yeah, I'm do I've got the twelve month, yeah. twelve dollars a month. I mean, it just depends on how long how you, long you, you want to do it for the twelve month plan. But it, it's you, get some, bucks. you get some great stuff. I'm trying to actually find this month. If you subscribe, you'll get the witness for free. Right. So I mean, and the witness a, is a forty dollars forty dollars game. game. Um, I'm trying to remember what I got last month because Total Warhammer. Yeah, and or Warhammer Total War. Total War Warhammer. Yeah, the month before that, that. Oh, so here's March. Yeah, so I got Total War Warhammer Polybridge, which is a fun kind of bridge Physics builder game, which is cool. I got Space Run Galaxy. I haven't actually played any of these. Bridge building genre, some genre, <laughs> right? Of I know. Games. Right? Um, this is what I don't, Nep, 
I'm trying to figure out how you pronounce sure. something that has a person as one of the letters. Uh, we'll call it Pirate Warriors 3, which looked real fun. Flat Heroes and Rive, which I played at PAX West last year. It was super fun. It's a twin stick shooter and a game called Morph Blade. They actually have um, some of these games are debuting in Humble Bundle. Some of them are made exclusively for Humble Bundle. So cool. But every month you get like six or eight games. Um, I got, um, oh, geez, what's that squad based um came out like three or four months ago. It was the second one in the series. XCOM. XCOM 2 was yeah. free. Um, no we got idea. Abzu. We got... Oh, yeah, um, the, uh, the Freedom Bundle. Yeah. Well, no, but it was Abzu was free in this, like oh, the wow. month before that. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, there's so much stuff that comes in this. It's it's totally worth 12 bucks, and you're giving money to charity, too. Yeah. Like, everything you buy from Humble, some of it goes to an assorted charity. sponsor us. We talk about them. Right? I, I, I've spent so much money with Humble. It's just insane. But, uh, so, you know, if, if you're if you're into games and you like, uh, you know, kind of that that who knows what you're getting, like, Humble, every, every it's the first Friday of the month they, they give them away. It's like Christmas for me every nice. month. I love it. Anyway, I think, uh, I think that might wrap us up for for this week no small bite nah we'll skip it okay yeah all right well cool well that was a fun little barely legal episode i liked it it's good stuff let's go see if we can uh, get into a bar (laughs) i i have id no i can totally do it well we're barely 18 barely 18 i know oh we're gonna sneak in right that was terrible that's anyway follow us on the social medias we're twitter.com slash bite me podcast facebook.com slash bite me podcast uh, you can go to bitemepodcast.com and find our YouTube, which we are still 20. We lost. YouTube.com slash XYZPU057. We actually lost a YouTube subscriber, so now we're 28 subscribers a YouTube away. YouTube subscriber? Just one. Just one. Do we know who? I don't. Don't do that to us. Well, no. Now I need to, now I need to pull, you know, an internet gang thing <laughs> and find this person and dox them and just threaten them. I, that's not the way That's what this. I'm going to do. Okay. I'm not really no, no. going to. So we're 28 subscribers away from having YouTube.com slash podcast. Or woman. It could be a woman. It's hard to say. That's why. Yeah. Uh, we will only give you constructive criticism. You should probably subscribe to our YouTube channel. <laughs> it's good stuff. Mr. <laughs> person, Mr. Ma'am, whoever you are out there that unsubscribed, please yeah. resubscribe. Yeah. We're I'm not. We are, going to beg. We are three videos away Much. from having a hundred videos posted on YouTube. It only benefits you. Yeah. So go go check out <laughs> some of them. Right. Some good stuff. Uh, B-Y-T-E <laughs> podcast, nice. in case you don't know. Oh, yeah. I misspell it about half the time. So. Right. <laughs> anyway, follow us. It's good stuff. Okay, bye. <laughs>